Sarah, welcome to Get the Right Butts and Seats, an event marketing podcast that helps service-based entrepreneurs plan, promote, and profit from live events. I'm your host, Shatoya Antoine, and it's time to talk all things event marketing. So let's get started. So my philosophy is that events are a very, very, very integral part of you being able to succeed in entrepreneurship. So like I said, if you're a business owner, then you need to be hosting some type of events for your business, whether that's on a monthly basis or quarterly basis, or if you're just doing annual events. So events are um, essential for you being able to earn higher profits within your business. And they'll also um, help you to be able to increase your credibility. So my three things that I help as far as helping you plan a successful business is one, making sure that you're able to increase your profits. So helping you to be able to host events that actually scale your business, um, going on to host events that will yield you four and five figures. So let's say if you have an event that's $200 and you have 50 people that show up for your event, that's $10,000 that you just made just from one event. So that's my goal is to be able to help you um, to start earning more money in your business through events. Um, The second thing is you being able to um, increase your visibility. So if people don't know who you are, then how are they going to find you to be able to purchase from you, to be able to sign up for your services or even to be able to attend your event? So my goal is to help you to be able to increase your visibility. And I do that by creating event marketing plans that include strategies to help you to be more visible. And then lastly is helping you to be able to increase your credibility. So just making sure that um, you're utilizing your own platform and showing your audience and potential audience that you're the expert that you say you are. So if you have a business, then obviously you specialize in something and you're great at something, but not everybody knows that. So my goal is to be able to help you to increase um, your credibility for you to be able to leverage your own platform, as well as you being able to leverage other businesses platforms as well. So as a result of being able to increase your credibility, um, you'll be able to gain more speaking engagements. You'll be able to start charging more within your business. And you'll also be able to start providing higher value services. So event planning doesn't necessarily have to be hard. And I believe that it's hard because a lot of entrepreneurs are just out here hosting events and they're just winging it and they have no solid knowledge. They have no solid foundation of event planning to actually even work off of. So that's one issue at hand. And then additionally, I have found that um, entrepreneurs are they have no idea like what event marketing is or they've. they're like pretty much overlooking it. When they think of event marketing, they think that, oh, I can host an event, I can create a flyer, I can post it on Instagram and Facebook, and that's going to sell out my event. And that's not a full event marketing plan. So I found that event marketing is overlooked by overwhelmed entrepreneurs who are trying to DIY everything and they have no sound direction. So basically DIY is do it yourself. And I have absolutely no problem with entrepreneurs DIY in their events because everyone doesn't have the budget to hire an event planner, but um, you have to make sure that you actually have the tools, the resources, and the strategies so that you can host a successful and profitable event. So who do I help? So I don't help everybody. And as a business owner, you can't help everybody. 
And when you host events, your events cannot be for everybody. So I um, help online entrepreneurs. So most of my clients are service-based entrepreneurs. They're either um, service-based or online, or they're coaches, authors, thought leaders, podcast hosts, and I've done some corporate events as well. So let's dig in and talk about um, a few mistakes that are being made when hosting free events. So one mistake is hosting free events and you're doing absolutely nothing with the attendees email addresses after you get them. So email addresses are how you market and sell to your potential customers. So it's very, very important that you actually utilize the email addresses that you have. So email addresses are how you actually stay in contact with your potential clients. Another mistake. Mistake number two. So hosting free events and not setting up an email funnel. So email addresses and funnels is what keeps you connected to your potential customers or clients. And it's also what helps you to be able to build trust. It helps you to be able to build loyalty. It helps you to be able to um, provide them with valuable content, which will ultimately lead to sales. So make sure you're utilizing email funnels and we'll get into a little bit um, more detail about how you can set up an email funnel for your free event. So the third mistake is hosting free events with no purpose. A lot of entrepreneurs are just hosting events because they just want to host an event or they see other entrepreneurs doing it and they're just hopping on a trend of hosting events and they have no purpose for why they're hosting the event. So what's the point of hosting an event if you don't have an end goal? So businesses don't just host events for the fun of it. So if you don't have a purpose for your event, then you're not going to be able to gain clients from it. People are just going to show up and leave and that's going to be the end of it. So you can convert attendees to clients without a purpose. So make sure you know why you're hosting an event. What's your goal? Are you trying to sell a specific product? Are you trying to um, gain more clients for your coaching program? Are you trying to build your email list? Like know exactly what your reason and purpose is for hosting this event and not only how it's going to be beneficial to your business, but how it's going to be beneficial to your potential audience as well. So the next mistake is hosting free events because you're scared to charge. So at what point will your business become profitable if you're continuing to give out information for free? Now, as an entrepreneur, it's totally fine to give information out for free, but you can't continue to host high value events and you aren't charging for them. So that's one thing that you kind of have to get out of your head of being scared to charge for an event. So decide today if you want to run a business or if you're going to run a hobby. So if you just want to have a hobby and you just want to host free events all the time, then that's perfectly fine. But if you um, have deemed yourself as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, yes, you can host free events sometimes, but you can't like always only host free events. So you have to determine if you're going to host events to make money and add value to your community, um, your audience and your industry or if you just want to host events for the fun of it because you got a lot of time on your hands and it's your passion and you just want to give free stuff away. So make that decision today. So the final mistake we're going to get into is charging a fee for your first event. 
So even if you have an audience, you still need to start with a free event. Um, and that's very, very important. Just because you have an audience, you still want to be able to reach a bigger audience and reach more people. And before you can start asking people to pay you or before you can start charging for something, people have to um, build trust in you and see what it is that you're able to put out for free. And then they'll you know, have an idea of what to expect when you actually put out paid content or when you start to host bigger events like conferences and summits and you know pop-up shops and things like that. So get people in a room with you at no cost. So have an event, a high value event, drop as many gems and jewels and knowledge that you can. And then that'll help them to be able to see the value that you give out for free. And then they're gonna be eager to want to know what's gonna be included for paid events if you're giving out all of this awesome content for free events. So what are some benefits of hosting free events? So one, obviously you're able to make money from hosting free events, and we'll talk about that. Um, you'll also be able to gain clients from hosting free events. So you don't necessarily have to always charge for everything. Um, even if you have free events, you still can monetize from that. Hosting free events also helps you to be able to build your email list as well as your community. And it also helps you to be able to build your platform and show your audience that you are the expert that you are. And this goes back to you being able to um, increase your credibility uh, within your industry as well. So what is my goal for you today? So what we're gonna do is learn the process to determining your next free event, identify free events to host that'll actually lead up to paid product or services or for you to actually get clients. And then lastly, learning strategies for you to be able to earn profits hosting free events. So determining your, um, your next free event is to first create an event that doesn't exist in your area already. So if you're like me, um, you've probably gotten to a point where you've been attending so many free events or um, low priced events and they're pretty much all the same or they're giving out the same content or just informational, whereas things that you probably could have Googled at home um, or things that aren't as valuable or they're sharing tips and tools that you could have gotten from like blog posts or YouTube videos or something like that. So you know what's out there that's not working for you. So now you can figure out what does work for you and create an event around that. So next is sending out a survey to your local audience for feedback. Um, so one good way to do this, if you have a community, you can uh, look at your analytics and see who's actually in um, like your local area, wherever you're based out of. Um, pretty sure that's where your free event's gonna be, wherever you're located. So send a survey out and ask your audience, what is it that they are in need of from you right now? A lot of times we make the mistake of assuming what our audience needs and we put out products, we put out services and we begin to host events on what we think our audience needs. And a lot of times it's things that they already know or things that they don't need help with right now. So instead of wasting your time and wasting your audience's time, go ahead and create a survey and send it out to them and figure out what it is that they need right now and create an event around that. So next is find a unique, inviting, and creative space. 
So a lot of spaces are becoming overutilized um, and it's pretty much because some entrepreneurs will start hosting events at one place and then everybody starts to use the same place. So sometimes people get tired of going to the same events or even if it's different events, but they're tired of going to the same space. They're tired of going to the same venue. So find something new, find something that's different, find something that's creative, find a space that hasn't been utilized by entrepreneurs, um, find something that's inviting, a space that's energy boosting. Um, some examples that you can go and try to search for unique events. You can use Airbnb. Um, you can rent out some properties that they have on Airbnb, whether it's a small house or a small office space. Um, even lofts are good for events and they're very different and unique. Um, coffee bars are popular now. So it's a coffee shop, but they also have a bar in the coffee shop. So people are able to get cocktails and wine and beer and things like that. It just kind of changes the atmosphere of the typical coffee shop events. Um, another example is like studios for creatives. So co-working spaces or art studios. So kind of think outside the box and find some things that haven't been um, used within your industry or just within the entrepreneurial space as a whole. So next is decide how to make your events interactive. So I don't know about you guys, but I have a short attention span and I need some action going on at events opposed to just watching a PowerPoint and taking notes. So find something that's interactive. Um, allow some time for icebreakers or allow some time for your guests to be able to introduce your, themselves. Um, one unique idea that I like is speed networking. So I'm not sure if you guys have even heard of this or if it's something I just made up. I don't know. <laughs> but with speed networking, um, what that means to me is everyone who comes to a networking event or an event, they're looking to connect with someone, whether they're looking for an assistant, they're looking for a social media manager, um, they're looking for a legal assistant, they're looking for someone to do their LLC or their trademarking. There's always someone that you need to add to your network or to add to your circle. So have everyone write um, on a piece of paper what it is that they're looking to find um, as far as gaining a network or gaining someone additional in their network. Have them write that down. You can actually pull um, pull the papers out. as like um, kind of like a raffle drawing, but just announcing what's on the paper. So whoever is looking for a social media manager, you can have whoever is a social media manager in the room to raise their hand and everybody can go and connect with that person. If someone is looking for a graphic designer, have all the graphic designers in the room raise their hand and everybody can go directly and connect with them. And it just kind of speeds up the process opposed to being in a room with 50 to 100 people and you maneuvering around all of these people trying to figure out um, who's a graphic designer or who's the web designer. So that just kind of helps speed things up and it makes it interactive. So that's one option of um, adding something interactive to your event. Another thing is to provide a workbook that includes action steps. So a lot of events, people are just walking away um, and they don't have anything to hold them accountable. And people will just say, well, the event was good, but then I walked away and it's like, what do I do next? So provide those action steps for them, create a worksheet or create a workbook and put some worksheets in the workbook and allow them to be able to have that as their accountability for whatever it is that has been taught at your event. And that'll hold them accountable to actually implementing those strategies or whatever they've learned um, into their actual business. 
So next is create your best presentation to date that will leave the attendees wild. So when hosting a free event, you want to give away like some of your, your best kept secrets. Not all of them, just maybe one or two, maybe three at the most. Um, because since this event is free, like you need to wild them on the free side before they can start to want to invest in you, um, you know, monetarily. So give out your best uh, strategies that you have, give out your best tools that you have, make it the best presentation that you've had today and like literally leave them wild to the point where they're feeling like they cheated you because they hadn't paid for something, right? So that's the kind of lasting impression that you want to leave when you host free events. Some people just host free events and they just want people to get in a room and to network and to listen to what you have to say. And then they're gone about their business and they never hear from you again. So make sure that you're creating something that's actually going to leave a lasting impression on them. And that's going to want them to be able to expect more from you and, um, you know, sign up for whatever your products or services is that you're going to be marketing to them. So how do you make money? So in order to make money from free events, you have to design your free event around an existing product or service. So your free event should be the teaser for whatever your paid product or service is. So I'll give you guys an example. So let's say um, I was to host a free event and it was on how to create a signature event for your business. So I'm going to give my best presentation. I'm going to give you my three best kept secrets and it's going to be an awesome event. And then you're going to leave and you're going to um, be thinking, well, how am I going to I've learned how to create it. Now, how am I actually going to implement this? How am I going to execute this? So I would pitch my paid service and it would be an eight week DIY event planning training course. So I've given the free basics of how to create your signature event for your business. And now I'm actually going to walk you through everything from start to finish, from pre-planning to execution so that you can have a signature event for your business. Another example, let's say you're a graphic designer and you host a free event and you host it and the title is Photoshop Basic Basics for Beginners. So you're giving them the basic um, information and tools that they need to actually get started uh, within Photoshop. And then once they've mastered the beginning steps, like what's next? Like how do they move to the next level within graphic design or creating brand collateral? Well, I have um, you can tell them that you have a paid service and you have a program or a workshop that's coming up in this design, how to design branding collateral in Photoshop 1.0. So that's another example. One more is, let's say that you're an author or a publisher. So you want to host a free event um, around publishing. So let's get ready to self-publish a live tutorial. So maybe you can do a two-hour live tutorial on what they need to do in order to get ready to self-publish their next book. And then you can offer your paid service, how to self-publish your story in 30 days. So you're literally walking um, through with them. Maybe you want to do a four-hour event or a four-day event, and you're teaching them how to self-publish their um, book and tell their story in 30 days. One more example is maybe you're a podcast host or you have your or you do podcast episodes. So let's say your free event is how to launch a podcast. Well, if you're doing an event on how to launch a podcast, how can you actually start making money from that? So maybe you can teach people how to plan and execute a live podcast. So you're getting them started with getting their podcasts on iTunes, on SoundCloud, um, using Podomatic. 
and things like that. So now that they've got their episodes and podcasts up and running, like what's another way that they can be able to monetize their podcast? Well, I'll teach you how to plan and execute an actual live podcast. So those are just some examples of creating free events around your paid products and services that you already currently have. And even if you don't have them in place already, now is the time to kind of start thinking about what it is that you want to be um, putting out there as paid products and services. And maybe if you don't have an idea um, like set in stone yet, you can always go towards like the one-on-ones or the strategy sessions or the one-on-one coaching. So if you don't have like a particular program or signature program or signature event, you can always go towards one-on-one services or group services as well. So now it's time to check out. Um, So have your current attendees share their event experience at the actual event. So a lot of times people will leave and they'll go and talk about how great the event is, but imagine how it could be if you could actually hear everyone's experience of the current event that you're attending right now from the actual attendees. So allow um, your attendees the chance at the end of the event to just share maybe one thing that they've um, found valuable from your event, like today, if today was your event, one thing that they found um, valuable that they would like to share. And then you can collect these testimonials and then you can use them to post on social media and to put on your website. And that way, when you have upcoming events or launches, you can kind of use those testimonies to show you hosted this free event and look how valuable it was. Now you're going to host this signature event or signature program or course. And this is what you can expect. So that's very important to do. Um, The next thing is pitching your paid products or services at the end of the event. So like I said, this is why it's key to actually create a free event that's around one of your um, paid products or services. So once the free event has ended, you can sell or pitch your product or service at the end. And you can also give it to them at a discount price. And that'll kind of create some type of urgency for them to be able to purchase um, your product or sign up for your product or service right then and there. Um, And then the second thing is creating an email funnel. So we'll go into a little bit um, more detail about creating your email funnel. Um, So pitching your product. um, So you can also provide, um, like I said, your products or services at a discount rate. And then also allow a past client to come to your event and uh, tell their testimonial as well. You can also use that in addition um, on your website and social media as well. So maybe you're launching a signature program and it's going to be your paid product. And maybe this is your second cycle or maybe you've completed your beta program. And then now you're starting the full launch of this program. So have a past client come in and just kind of share their experience, how it's been working with you, um, how valuable it's been, the type of content that you provided, where they were in their business before um, they hired you and then where they are in their business now. So that'll give people an idea of what they can expect when they're going to um, invest in your business, invest in their business with your product or service. So we'll go to the email funnel now. So with the email funnel, so email funnel is basically sending out a series of emails. So this is why I said it's very important that you actually utilize the email addresses that you get. Like don't just host an event and then never reach out to the people. Um, Your email addresses are literally your golden ticket to get people um, to cook to convert from a potential client to an actual client. 
So the first email that you can send out after the event is just send them a thank you email, thank them for um, attending the event, and then go ahead and send them um, a free downloadable or a free training or just some type of freebie content. So you're giving them, uh, you're thanking them for attending your event and then sending them additional free content. So go ahead, overwhelm them with free high value content so they can get ready um, to be able to purchase whatever your paid products and services are gonna be. So your second email, you can wait maybe about a week and then just send an email, um, just checking in with them, just seeing how their progress has been with the free content that you provided at your event, as well as the additional downloadable or training that you sent out. And then encourage them to send you any questions that they may have. So this allows you an opportunity to be able to connect with them. A lot of um, entrepreneurs are sending emails out daily or weekly, and they're never interacting with the people on the other end. So go ahead and encourage them to actually re reply to the email. If they have any questions, you're there to answer them for them. Then your third email, you can wait a couple days and you can send out your third email. You can automate all of this in MailChimp or ConvertKit or MailerLite, whatever um, email and platform that you use. So that way you don't have to do this for each event. You can set it up as an automation and it'll automatically go out. So your third email would be um, just send them a portion of a low value product that you already have. And then also give them the link to purchase the full version. So let's say, um, Let's say you have a social media planner and it's a social media planner that's, uh, let's say it's 40 pages. So send them maybe five pages of the social media planner so they can get an idea of what to expect if they were to purchase the full version. And then if they are liking the planner that you sent them, um, just the five pages of it, go ahead and send them the link for them to be able to purchase the full version of your planner. So your fourth email is going to be, and like I said, it's a process. You can't just go to people and say, hey, buy my $200 product or sign up for my $1,000 course. This is where you build the trust and the loyalty and the relationship with your, uh, your potential customers. So your next email would be um, sending them out a free training. And then the free training would be geared around whatever the product or service is that you're going to be pitching them to actually buy. So this will kind of give them an idea of what they can expect in your program, what they can expect for your services and things like that. The next email you'll send out, um, and like I said, you aren't sending these out like every day. You'll split them up between like a week, a couple of days, maybe two weeks. Um, so then you'll follow up again just to see how the training went, if they had any additional questions and then offer them, let them know you don't do this often, but you appreciate them for coming to your event and you wanted to offer them a free 25 minute strategy call. Let them know that typically you do 60 minute strategy calls and they're 197 for an hour. But since they invested their time to actually come to your event and invest in their business and take away those um, tools and strategies that you taught them, you wanna sit down with them or do a, um, a virtual Skype, a Zoom call or a FaceTime call and sit down for 25 minutes and just kind of introduce your products and services to them, see where they are in their business, and then see where they are now and what your products and services are and how they both can align together. So your final uh, email is you making the sale, you launching to them or pitching to them whatever your product or service is, giving them bonuses, letting them know how impactful this product or service is going to be to them and their business. Outline 
where they are now in their business and where they can expect to be at the end of your program or at the end of um, them completing whatever your product or service is. So that's you literally sealing the deal. So another additional strategy that you can use, so let's say you're an author, or if you have any digital products or physical products, you can actually sell those at your event. So I have a monthly co-working event, and I have a journal, and um, also have a planner, a physical planner, and I have digital products as well. So I'll go ahead and I'll host my free event, but during the event and at the end of the event, I'll go ahead and sell my books, I'll sell my digital products, and that's another way for you to be able to monetize your event. So when you're pitching or when you're beginning to start hosting these free events, make sure that you are confident when you're pitching. If you're not confident pitching your product or service, then chances are your audience isn't going to be very convinced in buying it. So you have to be confident. Um, even if your product is high priced, you've priced it at that price for a reason because that's what it's valued at. So be confident in your pricing. Be confident in your pitching. Be confident in um, the content that you created and go ahead and pitch it. Um, make a, a sales goal when you host your free events so that way you know what you can expect or what it is that you're trying to reach. You know, it'll help you to be able to manifest that into the atmosphere and then just have some belief that you'll actually reach it. So let's say you have um, you have an, you have a free event. And your goal is to give five strategy sessions and they're ninety seven dollars. Then you put that out in the atmosphere. You go in with confidence and you're pitching so that you can get those five clients. And also make sure your attendees, um, like I said, feel like they're actually cheating themselves or they've cheated you because haven't invested in their product or service. So create a product or service that's paid. And if they make them feel as though if they don't buy it or if they don't purchase it from you, then they're selling themselves short. So pitch in that way and just make sure that you're um pitching that your product or service is beneficial to their business and how it's going to help them um, as an entrepreneur. So thanks again. And you guys have an awesome, awesome night and good luck with your planning for your next free event. And like I said, feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions or if you want to um, set up a strategy session so I can help you guys even further. See you guys later. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Make sure that you check out the show notes for more resources and I'll chat with you next time.